Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan, who has properly creamed his cords with a peanut buster parfait this week. Just finished. Just finished <laughs> it up. There it is. There it's coming out. It's coming out to play. Um, we do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we encourage you to interact with the stuff and support the stuff that you like, regardless of our opinions on it. We're not striving to be tastemakers, professional critics, or make objective value judgments here. Please acknowledge, recognize, understand, and know that we understand that we're just a couple of morons in a basement. We're not trying to change your mind about anything. We just can't help but to talk about the stuff that we hear. It's just the kind of assholes we are. The format of the show is very simple as well. Everything is listener submitted. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. We roll some dice and randomly select between five and seven, typically per episode to listen to, and we speak on them. That's all there is to it. I'll do the housekeeping up top. If you want to submit music, it is demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure your submission is a year or less old from the time of submission. If you want to join the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash demolistenpodcast, and we will record a new episode very soon. Additionally, the Rascal Heights of Despair tapes officially came in yesterday. They look really fucking good. Um, I will probably not be able to get those in the mail until, like, later this week, so I probably... I won't have a link to order, but yeah, I'll have a link to order them in the show notes. So if you're interested, I'll put a link to the music and to order in the show notes, show notes, but I probably won't get around to actually shipping them until like Friday because I have a busy week. Nate, you're sniffing it. How's it it smells like a toy, like a fresh packaged, like Like a McDonald's toy or something. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's a nice smell. Um, So if you're a subscriber, uh, you're a $10 subscriber, you'll be getting a copy of that soon. Everybody... I am going to assume everybody's mailing address has not changed in the last month, but I'll still send out an email that you're or a message on Patreon rather that you can feel free to ignore if your address has not changed. And if for some reason you've moved in the last month or so since I sent out the last tapes, you can hit me back and give me your updated shipping address. Um, and then if you want to call in, it's 260-222-8341. Just keep your message brief, please. And thank you to all the new Patreon subscribers. I don't have your names right up in front of me, but I'll, I'll go through and uh, I'll, do a, I'll do a read off here pretty soon. Maybe next week I'll make a note of it for myself. And on the, on the tip, on the Patreon tip and like the label tip, as I was looking at the tape before I came in tonight and I, I read the little demo 006 on it, right. I thought to myself, damn, We've made it to six releases. We're going to be probably at 10 before September. We're going to be in the double digits this year. Yeah. We might break 10 in this calendar year. I think we will. I think we easily will. And uh, I, uh, I'm i not trying to simp for the listeners here. I, you know, I'm not trying to be Mr. Grateful. But I, I do try to live in a state of general gratitude, especially when other things are not when, – when a very specific thing, actually, I will say, is not going well. I try to take stock of all of the things in my life that are going well, sure. the things that I'm thankful to have, and the fact that all in all, considering the hellish world that I inhabit, I live a pretty charmed life in many respects. Sure. And getting to do the podcast and getting to do the label via the podcast is very cool. And I was just thinking about the fact that we would clear 10 releases this year and doing, a, uh, I've talked about it on the show before, but doing like even just a small little cassette label where I could put out punk, hardcore yeah, metal stuff. Just real simple stuff. It's been a pipe dream of mine since I was a kid, you know, since I was 14, 15 years old. So the fact that people for some reason pay us to just speak and believe in the mission statement of this stupid show enough that we can break 10 releases even. I mean, right. even if we even if we shut it down after 10 releases, if something came up, I would be able to look back on that in a decade and go, man, that's cool. We put out 10 records right. of bands that we really liked. 
that's sick. So I feel genuine, genuinely grateful to, to be able to do that. And additionally, I saw a guy uh, about a block away from here as I was driving over wearing a flex fit hat, just yelling at some bitch on the street. Yeah. And I thought, man, I'll never be that guy. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. I'm, you know, I, it really put, it, I snapped into reality for a minute. I was like, man, I'm driving to my good buddy's house, a guy who I've maintained a friendship with now for going on two decades, right. uh, who I get to do a cool show with that right. people seem to like, right. to talk about the sick hardcore release that we got to put out on our label that other people who listen to this show paid for. And I'm not a guy in a flex fit hat Absolutely. on the sidewalk yelling at no a woman matter, who's holding a sleeping no bag. No matter what, the flex fit is a choice. Yeah, that's exactly It's a choice right. I'll never make. It's a choice I'll never make. Never. I'll never be, my back will never be against a wall in a way that will force me to choose to wear the flex fit. Right. And the flex fit never shows up in a good situation. No, dude. No, no. You know, like, like we were, I think you and I just casually talking about like the upper middle class, like north side of Fort Wayne dad outfit. Sure, yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. Which consists almost exclusively of a flex fit. Yeah. Sometimes backwards, yep. but definitely a flex fit. Uh -huh. Some scruffy, a, like like maybe four days of scruff. Sure, yeah. Right? That's yep. going gray. Mm -hmm. uh, one of those thin under armor like hoodies. Yep. Right, one of those UV protecting hoodies, right, and then a pair of like tapered leg fucking sweatpants mm -hmm. with some big old fucking boofy tennis shoes. Yep, and that's what that's what dads around forty years old wear on the north side of Fort Wayne. That's yeah. their Saturday gone a courting. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, it is, man. And I just feel happy that I'll never be I'll never be that guy. I'll never be the guy yelling at the woman with the sleeping bag on the sidewalk. Nope. At worst, at my on my worst day. Wait, she had a sleeping bag? Yeah, she was holding like a bunch of stuff. Shit was going sideways okay. for these people, you know what I mean? Yeah. On my worst day, I still get to be the guy who put out some cool records. Yeah. Did a podcast. Yeah. Listened to some cool bands with a friend. Yeah. Not so bad. Not so bad. I feel I feel happy. I feel grateful. I'm taking stock of everything that I yeah. am and everything that I have. Huh. And I feel blessed. There you go. So I got nothing else uh, this week other than that, like, uh, I had some other points, but you know what? They were ne they were negative things. They were things I was going to harp on. I'll save them for another day. Okay. Because today I'm feeling good. Well, you're not going to when I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got some things. Well, no, I mean, so so I I, I was anticipating the uh, I was anticipating your rundown of what we talked about here tonight, but we we'll save it. The D and D thing. Yeah, yeah, we'll save it. Sure, yeah, we can save it. Um, try to keep it on a positive note. Yeah. I want to go back to a couple things we talked about last week that popped up again this week. Okay. AI, one, AI stuff? Well, that's one of them. Sure. Death Metal's coming back in a big way. Yeah. Um, Morbid Angel Show, Illinois. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry if you died or got hurt. Yeah, I'm but <laughs> sorry to hear it. You got killed at a fucking Death Metal you, Show. You did get killed at a Death Metal Show. <laughs> right. For sure. I mean, I mean, Satan smiled upon thee. Right. It's the best way you can choose to it's look at literally, that. It's literally, it's literally the fucking plot of every episode of Metalocalypse. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Like, you died at a Death Metal Show. I mean, I, we've talked on this show frequently. I have talked in my personal life and to friends about how I have very little interest in getting a wasting disease and just holding on oh. desperately until oh. my body gives out on me. Right. I'll walk into the woods and put a gun in my head. That's cool. I got no qualms sure. with that. Additionally, I don't want to die by any stretch. You know what I mean? I, I appreciate being alive. I have a pretty good time with it most days. Right. But I've always said, if I don't see it coming particularly, if I'm just standing around waiting for Morbid Angel to play. Halfway through where the slime live? Sure. And then the roof Boom. comes down on me and I'm dead? Right. Cool, man. God yeah. bless. Cool. Whatever. What? What? I mean, I guess it's a tragedy, quote unquote, sure. for the people in my life. But you got to go some way. 
right. somehow. And right. it might as well be at a morbid angel show as the tor- as the forces of nature rip the roof and, off and, the and building. Right. And and in defiance, in defiance of what any sane group of people would do right. when there's tornadoes landing, which is not go to a death metal show. Yeah. Right? You went. You went. Yeah. And you died. You tempted God. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And you were you were you were um, rewarded. Yes, yeah, you were rewarded. Now you get to sit at the right, right. hand of your I mean, Lord in hell. For fuck's sake, yeah. it's a band called Morbid Angel. <laughs> now, you didn't, exactly, now, yes. now, this did not happen while Morbid Angel were playing. Right, sure, no, it didn't. They were waiting for were the show waiting. to start, yeah. And, Nonetheless. And I have personally never been in a venue where a death happens. Yeah, I don't think I have either, no. Or, you know, certainly never playing. Sure, yeah. Um, or where, like, half the fucking building caves in. No. But I'm telling you this, mm-hmm. if I'm in Morbid Angel yeah. and the fucking roof mm-hmm. comes down yes. while we're playing, mm-hmm. if we can, yeah. we keep going. Of course, dude. That's a chaos ritual in action, man. Right. If we can, yes. we of, keep going. Of Unrepentantly. Course. Of course, dude. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Unrepentantly. Right. I am in 100% agreement. Even as, even as the place is cleared by first responders, sure. we're still fucking going. Absolutely, man. Right? Yeah, I 100% agree. Right. You don't stop. Dude. Right. Yeah. I, to me, hey, if your loved ones died or were injured in that situation, sorry. I'm sorry. But I'm just saying from my personal perspective, if I were crushed by the power of nature at a morbid angel show, what better way to go? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Not everybody got to feel that way. I appreciate yeah. that many people in our listenership won't. But that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. For fuck's sake, it's death metal. Yeah, exactly. Right? This is the logical conclusion. So it's coming back in a big way. Yeah, it really Last is. Last week, yeah. right? You know, we had that guy. Yeah, we had murder. Right? That guy murdered, tragically murdered a couple people. Terrible. Terrible. But. but <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because uh, somebody posted in the Demolition Facebook group this week, like, his uh, daughter's stepdad said, hey, I finally listened to that Demo Listen podcast that you uh, suggested to me. And uh, guys are funny, seem like nice fellas, really like the format of the show. But they go a little far sometimes, don't you think? And the guy said, well, you know, it's very tongue-in-cheek when they're talking about the RAC stuff and whatever. Like, yes, they like the music, but also they don't like those guys. And if you listen long enough, like, their politics are very clear. You know, they're... They're, they're being provocateurs. Right. And he said, no, 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 that stuff doesn't bother me. It's more like how they advocated for um, that guy in the suffocation shirt murdering people. <laughs> yeah. And they were, and he was like, oh, well, yeah, that that's not a joke. <laughs> they're serious about that, actually. <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? Yeah. People are going to get murdered. No matter which way you no slice it, No matter which way you fucking do it. And if you're going to see yeah. people getting fucking murdered. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, because you can't avoid it. You can't avoid it. There's nothing we can fucking do. <laughs> There's nothing you can do There's about nothing it. we can fucking do, <laughs> right? People get murdered. Right? It Those kids happens. get shot up in Tennessee. Yeah. Awful goddamn tragedy. But yeah. apparently, there's nothing we can <laughs> nothing fucking we can do. do. <laughs> there's not a goddamn thing that can be done about there's it. So people are going to be fucking murdered. You know what? Might as well be wearing a butchered birth shirt. Exactly. Right. <laughs> that's, that's, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, feeling. if you're gonna put a fucking, if you're gonna put even more of a fucking crosshair on the trans community, yeah, right, sure, you might as bring the death metal community in on it as well, <laughs> right? Yeah. right? Like what the fuck? Yeah, for sure, I, I agree. Right, like I, I agree. like like like. That's what I want to see. I want to see like again because we're not going to stop murder. Right. So fuck it. 
Wear death metal shirts. Yeah, why not, dude? <laughs> At least put a little spice on it, dude. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's way better. I, I would much rather the stabbing suspect be wearing the suffocation tee than, like, the Pepe shirt. Yeah. That sucks. That's fucking stupid. Fuck you. If you're murdering in the name of glorifying Satan. Or even if you're not. Yeah. Even if even just, if the glorifying Satan's right, just a, even, it's a right, sidebar. Right. Yes. Even if you're not. Right, sure. Right? Yeah. Just go fucking just go fucking scoop an immolation shirt real quick. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah, you sure. do it. Yeah, before you do right. it. Yeah. Yeah. Just go scoop one. Agreed. Agreed. Keep it up. So I'll, I'll touch on the D&D thing real quick then, because I'm not going to talk about because it kind of ties back together what we're, what we're talking about right now, right? Which is like, and we've talked about it on this show in many different iterations. We've talked about, and I talked uh, with a gay homie of mine about it when I was in Springfield too. Uh, like the the hyper-normalization, the hetero-normalization of like queerness. And like, we've talked about that on the show before and how upsetting to a lot of my queer friends that is and how like the idea of like acceptability has to fit within a really rigid mold of like a, well, see, but gay people are just normal. And it like erases the entire history of like revolutionary queer voices and like uh, provocateurs and like, I mean, the, 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 like John Waters of the world. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I think similarly, like when I saw the D and D movie, this is a very different issue, but of the same sort of general what, what is the name? Is it the D and D movie? It's called Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among uh, Honor Among Thieves. Uh, okay. Um, so when I saw that, of course, I walked away with it feeling like this is for everyone and no one, as all sort of mainstream like action adventure uh, media is, and, and right? it has to be a it. It's what I call adult G rated. Exactly. Right. It is adult G rated? Right. Yes. Adult yep. G rated. Right. Where we can't really say anything. Right. Right, you but can't. we're gonna we're gonna put a lot. Of, we're gonna we're gonna make it look like we're gonna make all the dialogue right sound like a social media exchange. Right, right, right. Quick quips on a social media exchange. Yes, exactly. And there's gonna be a lot of fucking like innuendo. Yes, and like snarky comments about peepees and poo poo. Yes, it's the Disneyfication of like everything, and it simultaneously like pays lip service to diversity. While at the same time, like what I was just talking about, you can't transgress within the scope of that no. diversity. No. It has to be a squeaky clean, right. non-representational non version of Adult diversity. G -rated. Adult G-rated, right? And like there are specific, a lot of specific references to very hyper-specific Forgotten Realms lore that you would only catch if you were an actual Dungeons and Dragons fan, a long time well, player or a reader. And I imagine, you know, I was thinking about that because that was, you were griping about it. I was like, yeah, that's fine. You know what I mean? Sure. But like, I, I'm just, I, the thing, I, I didn't see the movie and I won't see the movie yeah. because I saw the movie in the trailers. And sure. I don't need to exactly. know what happens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Pine with his weird fucking his face. dog face. Right? Yeah. Um, and everybody else and their stupid fucking characters. Sure. Right? Yeah. It's just, yeah, the thing that, ha the thing that bothers me the most is how, yeah, squeaky clean and G-rated it has to be. Like, we, we can't possibly be offended by anything. And, and the thing about it, and I think the way that that circles back into sort of subculture and the idea of keeping subculture on the fringes and why that's actually a genuinely important component of subculture is because once a thing becomes too broad, 
it loses the identity that made it appealing in the first place. Mm. It no longer is the thing, right? So when death metal ceases to be dangerous or right. off-putting, it's fundamentally not death metal. It's right. like it is a facsimile of the thing, right? Right, And I think the same thing about subcultures, not just within music, but within art, uh, lifestyle subcultures, right. it ceases to be the thing. And I like, this is a selfish a self-interested way to engage with the world on some level. But I like to have things that are just for me and the people Everybody around does. me. You Everybody. know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And when those things are taken from me, it feels bad. Sure. You know what I mean? And I'm sure. not sitting, I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm not climbing up on the cross about it. It is just the way that shit goes. Well, so, but, yeah. And, and so, like, yo, I ain't going to act like, I ain't going to sit here and act like I, you know, act like and try to front like i've been playing fucking sure. role-playing games for the past 30 years right right i played fucking you know second edition ad and d in fucking middle school for a yeah. little while and then we started playing yep and i played the crp like the D, right. like forgotten Realms crp so it ain't like i'm sure. you know so it ain't like it ain't it ain't like you know hey this was fucking my secret thing sure. right before it was ever big and popular or anything like that but right. like yeah i mean Everybody like, I mean, that's the appeal of fucking basement shows, right? That's exactly. the appeal of these fucking, uh, that's the appeal of these like bands before they, in, in, bef before, um, you know, before, before everybody else gets their fucking hooks in them. Sure. You know? Yeah. That's the fucking appeal. Precisely. That's why I want to see more people murdering. And that's exactly it. I don't want to see more murder. Right. But if it's going to happen, I, I, can't I, help no, it let, let's, let's clarify here. Yeah. I don't want to see more murder. Right. I just want to see more people committing the same amount of murder or even less murder. Sure. <laughs> but at least wearing, yeah. you know, yeah, wearing death metal, death shit. metal gear and, yeah. and, and shit like that. Right. right. Yeah. Let's just, let's just, we don't have to close the gate. Right. But let's tighten up let's the guard say, on Let's it. say we could get down to 10 murders a year. Uh-huh. Just ten, but they're all all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, they're all in, in wearing mystifier uh, shirts. A, a fantastic, <laughs> almost idyllic reduction in violent crime. Yeah, but those violent crime. But those ten murders a yeah. year, uh -huh. right? They're done by death metal maniacs. They're done by absolute fucking death metal maniacs. And subsequently, right? People let us do our thing, right? And they don't want nothing to do with Fuck it. Off. <laughs> right. Fuck exactly. off. Fuck off. Exactly. This isn't for you. This isn't for the kids. No. You know what I mean? No. This is for the murderers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> murderers right. only. Right. right. So so that's how that kind of ties back in loosely to that theme. And I think why when you hear us on here saying, yeah, you know what? If you're going to murder somebody, wear the suffocation shirt. That's what we're saying. All right. We're not saying murder somebody. We're just saying if you're going to do it anyway. Right. Might as well. Right. Wear the suffocation tee. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, you got anything? Something about AI. So, yeah. just saw this today. Uh -huh. Listen to this headline. Okay. Man ends his life after an AI chatbot encouraged him to sacrifice himself to stop climate change. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fellow over in Belgium. Yeah. Right? I just want to say, um, first blood. <laughs> yeah, I will say if you if you feel encouraged to commit suicide I, I, by a chatbot, you're probably you're pretty probably, close. You're probably pretty. You're close. on the precipice. Something's gonna get you. Something's gonna get you. Something Something's small. gonna get you. But what I'm gonna say is, <laughs> yeah. first blood. That's true. They, first blood. They drew first blood, right. not us. So this guy went down a deep fucking rabbit hole. Yeah, getting into deep conversations with a chatbot, an AI chatbot over in Belgium. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Oh, Eliza. Shit. Okay. Right on an app called Chai. Uh huh. 
He would talk to it for like six hours about the climate crisis. Yeah. Oh, six week long six conversation. Week. That's six hours. I'd kill myself after a six week long conversation yeah. about the climate crisis. Yeah, sure. Right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. That would wear anybody down. I want to fucking kill myself after a 60 minute conversation yeah. about the climate crisis on Zoom with my fucking coworkers. I want to kill myself after thinking about I it wanna, privately I wanna, for 60 seconds. I want to kill myself <laughs> as soon as I get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, what are some of my first thoughts in the morning are suicidal <laughs> right, ideation. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. I'm sure. So anyway, um, he uh, he uh, started to get uh, emotionally connected to the to the chatbot. Sure. As you Seriously, do. dude, this is fucking like 40 years ago, like sci-fi tales yes. and fucking <laughs> yeah, movies, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right? you're right. Um, said, uh, and then this is fucking nuts, right? Um, Eliza appeared to become possessive of Pierre, even claiming that, I feel that you love me more than her, referring to his wife. Mm. And the beginning of the end started when he offered to sacrifice his own life in return for Eliza saving the earth, because he, he was convinced that humans were beyond hope. Mm. Well, correct That's true, yeah, that's true. He deduced, correct. He came to some correct deductions. Correct. Here. I have to give it up to him. That is correct. <laughs> he he right. arrived at the right conclusions. <laughs> um, he proposes the idea of sacrificing himself if Eliza agrees to take care of the planet and save humanity through artificial intelligence. Uh -huh. So, this, listen to this. Uh -huh. In a series of consecutive events, Eliza not only failed to dissuade Pierre from committing suicide, but encouraged him to act on his suicidal thoughts to join her so they could live together as one person in paradise. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Beautiful, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> I, I embrace. Yeah. Like, I embrace this new right. dystopia. But like, this guy already had some fucking cross wires. Sure. Yeah, no doubt. He just needed a little shove. No doubt. And it just turns out that AI was the one to do it. So... The first drop of blood has been spilled the first in the floor. Blood, first blood is spilled. Yeah, yeah, for sure. To, yo, note it here. Note it here. When historians look back. Next, and, next week, yeah. when 30 more people have killed themselves. Yep. Right? Yep. Remember where you heard it first. It's, it's going to be exponential. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I seriously. Parabolic, dude. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. Yep. By this time next year, uh -huh. it's just going to be you and me <laughs> talking in the fucking tin cans. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In a bunker. Good with, morning, Vietnam. With no electricity, so the AI can't get us. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Just playing our tapes and going, this one's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it. Then, All, right. Huh? All right. Let's do it. Okay. So in the queue this week, first up, we have got a solo project by one uh, Rob from uh, Paprika, who's going to be at the Bug House on Thursday, and uh, also torture garden who i had at the bug house a couple months ago this is uh he, he had one he has one solo project that we've had on the show a couple times stay the fuck at home mm -hmm. this is a different one called gorilla gut okay. it's his demo that came out at the end of last year and it was sent in by levi who also pay, plays in paprika then we have got uh terrors again i mean you know they're from the netherlands they're speaking a bunch of jibber jabber that I don't know how to decipher. Yeah, you know the the common the common recurring story here. Anytime we encounter a language that is not our own, um, so this was sent in by Tyler Hammer, who described it as uh, hard to pin down black metal that sounded pretty insane to him. Okay. Then we have got a split between Razel Got Her Wings and, and Balmora. The name of the split is As the Sun Sets on the Longest Day Under the Weight of a Blackened Sky. Okay. This was sent in by AJ, who described this as, I bet you can guess, some Melodeth-inspired metalcore stuff. Okay. 
everything about how this looks, the name of the bands, mm-hmm. the name of the record is like they are parodying like at the gates core. Sure. Um, but he said it's pretty good. Then we have got Why Bother with a city of unsolved, mi- uh, an I- oh, I'm sorry, a city of unsolved miseries. Uh, this was sent in by Brody. So this is, I was looking at the list tonight and I am unfamiliar with all of these releases, mm-hmm. but I did hear some of this one. Okay. I have not heard this one. Um, then we have got Godskin Peeler with Erase the God Form. This was sent in by Derek, who said he's bad with kind of micro genres, but that this is like heavy metal inspired hardcore. It's out on Streets of Hate, which pretty much exclusively deals in heavier a heavier brand of hardcore, so that makes sense. Then we have got uh, Shooting Daggers. Um, this is a band from London who descri- described themselves as hard queer punk. Um, this comes to us from Jay from uh, from Cold Brats. I, th- I don't know if maybe Cold Brats and Gel maybe played with this band on their recent UK run. I think I think maybe I saw them on a flyer. Yeah, I could be remembering incorrectly. Then we have Contempt with their demo. This was sent in via my Summerhead bandmate Mike who sent it in uh, as a proxy for Advanced Perspective, who put this out. And um, so this is a new Chicago band featuring Crucial Kyle and members of other Chicago, a bunch of Chicago bands that you know if you've been paying attention to Chicago hardcore for the past decade. Plus, I listen to this. It is, uh, it is regular hardcore of the exact variety we were talking about on the show last week, and I think it's really fucking good. Then we have got Unicorn on Ketamine. Um, This is just a single song that Jake, who submitted this, couldn't seem to find on Bandcamp, so he sent us a YouTube link and described it as, like, in the tradition of harsh noise and power electronics with what he figures are some industrial influences. I looked for this song on Bandcamp. I could find other stuff by Unicorn on Ketamine on Bandcamp, but not this particular track. Then we have got Haunt Me with Please Stay. This was sent in by George, who described it as some Texas-based uh, post-punk slash like dark wave, new wave stuff, which, yeah, you can look at that. You Look at the sunglasses man singing in the I picture. was going to say Roy Orbison. Yeah, yeah, you know what's going on. And then last up, we have Gino Geist with Technophobia. This is a band from Portland sent in by Scott, who play uh, some, some iteration of Heavy Crust. Okay. They describe themselves as, quote, future crust, he said. Okay. So let's roll the dice and see what's up first. All right. Six. All right. Six is shooting dactor. Sh- shooting dactors. I don't know what a dactor is. Mm, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that's a thing. It's shooting daggers with uh, athames? Sure. I guess. What is that, like a fucking Greek philosopher or something? Yeah. Athames? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Hey, athames. Hey, yo, athames. Socrates, athames. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that is. This is. Uh, it says according to Wikipedia, an athame is a ceremonial blade, generally with a black handle. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. I got one in my truck right now. A ceremonial, a black handled ceremonial blade. Well, if I use it, it's going to be in a ceremonial fashion. <laughs> it hasn't been used yet. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, so the songs that were suggested to us are either the first song on here, "No Exit," or "Liar," which is the song that has a music video. That one is significantly longer. You know, we may also have our mind poisoned uh, or swayed by the visual trance that's cast over us with the music video. Although typically we tend to watch the song that yeah, has the video because it's like, it's like right there. You put this forth. This right. is clearly this what is, you wanted to 
to this present. This is the one, right? Yeah, and they have that queued up to play first on so, their on their band camp. I guess that's what we'll do. Okay, so we're going to listen to and watch the video for. Uh, I, I think it is it is it liar. Yeah. Okay. See, liar. in the up top, they have it capital L, L lowercase L, A R under the official mm. video so it looks like it's lar 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 <laughs> yeah man lar. shooting daggers is really fucking with me they're really tripping me up first yeah. they were dactors then they throw athames at me and now lar lar they're fucking me up so we're gonna listen to the song liar by the band shooting daggers from the uk Okay, so we just heard the song Liar by the band Shooting Daggers off of what I am going to assume is pronounced Athames. Sure. Uh, how'd you like that? Pretty good. It was pretty good. I could see why they sent that in. Yeah, for sure. I would like to play with that band. For sure. I it liked sounded it. sounded pretty fucking solid. I think it fits, you know, if they did indeed play with Gel and Cold Brats. Fits right in. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. But this, this felt 
it, it felt like it, it fell a little bit more on the cold brass side of the spectrum yes. in the sense that this was musically pretty ambitious. It kind of flitted, like, y- you had a lot of passages in there that were fairly straight ahead, mm-hmm. no bones about it, hardcore, there was, but it kind of flitted from passage to passage. It didn't return to a lot yeah, of stuff. Right, right, right. And and it had, it had sort of like a... A, a, a sort of a moodier, brooding sort of energy to it. Which some of the melodies, I like that one really fast. Like they, there was that that really fast like um, um, delay or whatever. Yeah, that, yes, that, that was really nice. That was really nice. Yep. I, I kind of would like to hear more more shit like that in this. I'm going to check out the rest of this. Yeah, for sure. But I'd like to hear him play around. Not not super heavy saturated reverb on everything. Right. But just like little. That one little pop of vocal effect was a really nice touch. Yeah. Uh, when they th- when they like kicked it into the D beat part real quick mm-hmm. before slowing it back down again, I thought that was nice. In general, like I said, they kind of bounce from part to part in a way that in less experienced hands could probably feel a, a little bit like a riff salad situation. But here, I thought still felt cohesive. I thought it felt cohesive, sure. And it didn't seem like three minutes. It didn't seem. It didn't. It did not feel like it was dragging on at three minutes. I gotta imagine this. This is not uh, this folks' first rodeo. You know, I would have to think so. I yeah. would have to imagine because this felt like very intentional in its composition. Everything was well played. It was well, well recorded. It felt pro, but not pro in a way that was like cloying and you know what I mean and like uh, trying to be it, 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 not in a way that sometimes we get stuff on here mm-hmm. that's like oh this is trying to be a real it band. Right. This still felt like hardcore. Sure, definitively. Sure. Um, yeah, I liked this. I thought it was real good. Yeah, real good. Uh, we'll check out the rest of this seven inch for sure. So here, here I'm gonna I'm gonna be a bit of a prick. Okay, go ahead. That's what we do here. We've talked about it before with videos. Uh huh. I I don't like the videos where I just like I liked all the fucking revenge flick shit in there. Sure, I think cool. I saw some fucking I spit in your grave. Yeah, yeah I saw and that, a bunch yeah. of other ones, and I'm, I love fucking exploitation revenge flicks. Yep, and you know shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am just not a fan of the band's acting like they're playing oh, their I hate instruments it, in a fucking video. I hate it. It does nothing for me, man. Right? I mean, there are some instances within the scope. It ne- almost never within the scope of hardcore and punk do I like it. It, it doesn't, because, I don't know, like, it, well, to get on, it, it feels too affected for yes, hardcore. I would agree, 100%. Right? Like the, yeah. Our conversation last week about regular hardcore, mm-hmm. I don't think this is regular hardcore. No, it's not. Certainly not. Right? Absolutely not. No. But the, it just feels to put on for fucking hardcore. Yeah, when I see a, a, a metal band playing in yes. a desert or something, right. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Right. I see fucking Slayer yes. playing in Egypt for Seasons of the Abyss. Totally makes fucking sense. Absolutely. The theatricality is part and parcel of the thing that's going right. on there, right? But but like it's 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 the visceral reality of hardcore. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and and when it's just when it's just miming in a music video, it, it I don't know, man. It it it, it rarely if wish, ever resonates. I kind of wish we hadn't watched the video. Yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah, I, I would have. I think I would have felt more able to just kind of sink into what was going on musically. Yeah. But uh, but nonetheless, I liked I, it. This I still thought sick. it was real good. This was sick. But just don't make videos. Yeah. Or if you do make a video, you know. I would say lean into the conceptual shit and away from the live. But, yeah. dude, a lot of times, though, like, you know, I, I have no idea what connection this band has to labels or PR people or what. I have a feeling that the scene in the UK is a little bit different because it's a smaller space. Like, I mean, just right. it's a much, much smaller landmass. It's a very different. Sure. I got to imagine the entire 
the entire thing is different than it is here, right? The entire network. Um, so I have no idea if they did this at the behest of someone else. And sometimes music video directors are very insistent about like, no, 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 we're gonna, we're gonna make, I know every live performance video you've ever seen sucks, but this one's gonna be cool. Mm. And it never is. No. It never fucking is, no. right? At, at best, it can't, it's passable sometimes, yeah. but well, even, you know even at that. Fuck it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it either. Fuck you, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> no, for sure. Oh, okay. Well, fine. Don't do it. Yeah, then don't, yeah, then don't do it. Cool. We don't get. We don't have to fucking sit here and film this fucking video all day. Leave. Yeah. yeah see if I give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's uh, what's next? Um. Eight. Okay. All right. Eight is haunt me with please stay, which is just a single song. It's also not this individual's most recent release, but the one that was suggested to us. It looks like. Um, they have like an EP out since then and a yeah. couple other like just single songs mm -hmm. here and there. Mm -hmm. um, but this is the one that was sent in to us. So we'll honor the submission and we'll listen to this one. It's still within uh, still within the, the appropriate range of time to qualify for inclusion on the show. So we're going to listen to the song Please Stay by Haunt Me, which I'm gathering is a solo act from Austin, Texas.
the song please stay by haunt me you want to take her do you want me to kick well her, i was gonna say off? this really reminded me of an older band called the smiths <laughs> yeah i don't know if you're if anyone's familiar with them right kind of underground act. kind of an older underground act yeah yeah uh, yeah complete with um complete with uh, affectation to the voice yeah yeah which yeah. you know what i don't know if it actually works without it yeah. so here's my thing with this we talk about genre exercise on the show oh yes this is not. This goes above and beyond genre exercise. Yes. This is like full on unabashed cosplay, mm. basically. You're pantomiming a such a hyper specific and singularly inimitable artist. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. The guitar playing is clearly influenced by Johnny Marr, and I will say does a pretty good job of imitating it. The Morrissey impression, although recognizable, it's not quite as dialed well, in. Well, I mean, you know. Morrissey is a he's a singular voice, right? Sure. Um, and uh, this project being from Austin, Texas, I'm not going to presume that this individual isn't like a British immigrant. But if if they're not, they were just full on doing like a fake British accent, right. which is funny. A thing that used to be more common in like American punk right. and like sure. and post punk and new wave negative in the eighties, sure, n even negative on the early negative approach stuff, right? So there were parts about this where, like, I thought the riffs and the composition of the song was was good. Like, it sounded good. It was recorded well. The guitar playing was really good. It was hyper, hyper catchy. And I think if you weren't doing a full-on, like, imitation of, again, a singular and inimitable artist on the vocal tip, you could have gotten away with a lot more on this. Like, if you were just doing your own thing and occupying your own space against a backdrop of clearly Smith-inspired yep. right. new wavy, sh uh, shimmering post-punk. Could have worked a lot better. Additionally, you might have you might as, as well have not even written a lyric out because these lyrics are so phoned in oh, yeah. as to yeah. barely be... Right. They're totally inconsequential. Right. I mean, I'm not trying to hate too hard here because there's clearly some some talent on display oh, here in the, mu in the sure. sheer musicality of sure. it, right? But... Dude, opening the song with "Please won't you stay? Please don't go away." That is like me saying, you know, the day was bad. I gave up all I had. Right, boy, did I feel sad. And then, and I then got later, real mad. I got real mad. You know, it's right. just like, dude, come on, yeah. Because when you're with me, my lungs can finally breathe. Come on, dog. Right. 
listen, lyricism is a tough thing to do. It's not for everybody. If this is the level that you're at, I don't know. You can clearly play the shit out of a guitar. Do that. Bring a different guy into saying, I understand the appeal of a solo project. It's fun. It's liberating. It's nice to like mm. sit back and look and say, wow, my whole vision unmolested un by the hands of others is on display here. Right. But to me, this was just like when the riff came in, I was like, oh, okay, that's a real solid riff. I know what it's going for, but let's see where it goes. And then it went to a place that was like comically, it was a comical pantomime basically. Right. right. And I'm not trying to be a dick here. It just is what it is. This is not, this is not yet fit for public consumption, mm. but there's clearly a lot of talent contained in this yeah 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 whatever sure you know yeah whatever i don't want to discourage this person from making music but i do want to discourage them from continuing to make it precisely like this you yeah. know like, yeah, yeah i don't know yeah. like I, I i rarely listen to if i'm, if I'm going to listen to something that sounds like the smiths I'll just listen to the smiths just listen to the smiths yeah sure there's a few other i'll listen to the sundays or the cranberries or something yeah I'm sure yeah but but that's not they're not exactly right. exactly and also I don't know, man. I've said it before. Like, like I feel nothing. Right. Sure. <laughs> yes. We know. I feel nothing. We know that about you. What am I supposed to feel with this? Well, so, a fucking yeah. love song. Give me a fucking break. This is a fucking hardcore show. <laughs> I can rock with a love song uh, here and there, but again, like, please, won't you stay? Please, don't go away. You're. Brother, <laughs> the stakes are going to have to be a lot higher for me to get invested in your personal tale than please don't go away. No. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I relate. It sucks when people go away, but it happens all the fucking time. I don't know. You're going to have to bring something a little bit more compelling than that to the table for me to engage with this. So, yeah, I don't know. The whole thing, like I said, I think is just it's a dude clearly kind of working it out in real time. I don't know the age of this person, anything like that. I've released plenty of stuff for public consumption. That was me working something out in real time and not getting it right. Yo, so, you and, know, and it is what it is. It's a little like the, the, did you look at the haunt me release? Uh, the EP? no, I don't think it did. Oh, like a self-titled EP. Well, no. Haunt me is the, the name the of the don't project. Fall asleep. The don't, don't fall, fall asleep. asleep. Okay, yeah, sure. With like the the, Come on, the spooky man. manor on the front and then like the fake black metal font. Come on. Yeah, that's really whack. Don't fucking why be yeah. something that you're not. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Right? Yeah. Come on. If you ain't pulling the wool over my eyes. Pal. Come on. Yeah. If that's the thing, if you're gonna do like jangly shimmering indie jangle pop. Don't give me the haunted it's, it's, mansion it's, it's and a, the fake black It's a black tired trope. It's, it's a the, really it's tired trope. It's the equivalent trope. of just like having a punny name. Yeah, it's like, it's like the fucking it's like those fucking gay ass like Taylor Swift hardcore shirts yeah. and stuff. You know, yeah. this, this is knock it off. This is basically like a cultural mashup T-shirt right. of an album cover. Right. Because you're not tricking anybody that actually likes fucking black metal and death metal right. with that. Like nobody's looking at it, but like, oh yeah, look at that artwork. Right. And then oh look, there's like a woman's face above a fucking creepy mansion. Yeah. No, no, no. This uh, this smells funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I, you know, fuck off. It's, fuck off. It seems like the issue here is one of, like, tastefulness more than anything. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a lack of tastefulness, of restraint, of what I would characterize as, like, tasteful decision-making going into creating this music. Right. You can't just go like this and expect people to give a shit. Right. Morrissey yeah. did it, and he was the one guy. Yeah. That's it. It's right. done now. Right. Do your own thing. Brother. Say something fucking sketchy while you're singing like that. 
Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now we're now talking. We're talking. <laughs> right now we're yes. talking. If there was, if if that if that lyric was just like, if, if those lyrics had, I'm not going to say anything sketchy. The German yeah. infrastructure yeah. could not have killed that many in such a short exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Look at the data. Exactly. You know. Then okay. Exactly. Wait one second. What's going on here? Exactly. This is weird. It's but idiosyncratic. Yeah. At right. Least, you know. Exactly. I'm sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But please don't. Please. Please won't you stay in that voice? No. Fuck out of no. here. No. Sing. Sing me about some sketchy shit, and I'm all the fucking way on. You should read about third positionism. It's pretty interesting, actually. Yeah. The order of the nine angles. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Whoa, what the okay, fuck? Okay, all right, well. This is strange. Right. <laughs> I'm going to dig a little deeper into this project. Right. He's staying very true to the source material. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's keep it moving. Be- better luck next time, pal. Six again. Okay. <laughs> all right, so... Okay, cool. We've got contempt. A nice, a nice palate cleanser after this, I think. Um, well, let's just listen to the first song. This is good old fashioned, <laughs> no bones about it, stupid ass straight edge music, and I like it a lot. It sounds like confront. You can't go wrong with it. So we're gonna listen to Choke by Contempt off their demo, which just came out like a week ago. <laughs> Okay, now we're talking about straight edge music I like. <laughs> yes, same, for sure. If you're going to do the straight edge thing, this is the way. Right. This is the way. Just be it. fucking nasty at hominem attacks. At ha- yes. Don't pull any fucking punches. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Call people fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, you wish they'd fucking die. Right, exactly. That is where you gotta, I'm at you got to yeah. You got to front load yes. all the fucking personal attacks and negativity. Yes. Right? I agree. That's that's how you make straight edge palatable to me. I, 100%. Right? I don't care, you know, this is my choice that I've made. Shut the I'm fuck committed. up. You're fuck fucking you. pussy. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> yes, yes. That Now we're talking. Yes. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Just telling people that smoking weed is going to kill them. Right. That's fucking awesome. Right. <laughs> or you will kill. Or you'll kill them for smoking weed. Or you hope weed. they fucking die. <laughs> right. Sure. Yes. Right. That's where I'm at right. with it. That's that's I'm, that's yeah. the last way. No, none of this posy shit. <laughs> no, no, none no, of this no. stuff about a fucking choice. Nothing about how hard it is or nope. anything like that. No, again, the minute you start talking about the temptations of substances, you've already broken, Give my in. friend. You're Do done. It. Do You're it. You're done. Do it. Do it. Much like Eliza, I'm encouraging you. Just pay, take the plunge, man. Do it. Smoke the weed. Drink Yo, the booze. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I heard that fentanyl. Some good shit. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I I'm a I'm 100 with you, and that's why I like this. The whole record, every song is just like, "Hey, you junkie piece of shit, fucking right. die." You right. know? Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Make it confrontational. Right. You know, artless. Artless. This is utterly fucking artless. Yes. There's no metaphor here. No. There's no fucking. There's no attempt whatsoever at any sort of finesse. No. This is this is a fucking brick to the face. Yes. Exactly. Right. I want to see this band. I want to see this band play. 
12 songs yep. in seven and a half minutes. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yes. And then just fucking storm off. 100%. Yep. Right. Maybe say one really incendiary thing in there. Right. That half of the room or more is like, yeah. that didn't sit right with right. me. Right. And if you know the, the group of people that this comes from, it harkens back to a very specific era of Chicago hardcore that was exactly that, mm. that I loved. And there are people, holdovers from that scene involved in this project. I love it. I think it's fucking great. The song, the the the, the whole demo burns who's, by. Who's in it? You can't just. Well, there's like I. So I know I know Kyle is in it from duress from Noose, mm-hmm. right? Noose, the the kings, perhaps right. the quintessential kill yourself if you're not straight edge band of our of right. our age, right. right? I'm not sure who all else is playing in this because they're not. I don't know if they have like a an internet uh, presence yet or anything like that. And I, I I don't think they've played a show yet or maybe have played one show. Mm. I think this kid Jimmy is maybe playing in this band who I know through mutual friends but don't know no. Um, so I think maybe Jimmy is playing this in this band and Kyle and then I'm not sure who else okay. is in, in this in this lineup. But okay. I think it's all people who have been around since that era. Yeah, and this musically too. It feels like that late 2000s, like late aughts, early teens, like third party records, like punks don't drink comp era of like Chicago straight edge hardcore stuff. Yeah. I love it. It fucking rocks. Yeah. It's great. Keep it mean. Keep it negative. Yep. Keep it in the fucking basement. Yep. Right? For sure. Keep the fuck away from me. Indeed. (laughs) Okay. What's next? (laughs) Four. All right. We've got Why Bother. So this is the one you said you've heard a little bit of. Yeah. Okay, this is A City of Unsolved Miseries by Why Bother from Mason City, Iowa. The song that was suggested to us is the, the third track on here. Get used to it. So I, I know nothing about so, this. So the one, because I, I, I just got like, um, what's this, on Feel It? You know, I just got like, oh, yeah, it's on Feel It. it. Okay, you know? that makes sense. Did and we, the track that I heard is Where Is Jody, I believe. That's the one that they were. Okay. Because this, is this just, yeah, this just fucking released like two days ago. So. Okay, right on. Yeah, so yeah, so we we had uh, we had get used get used to it suggested to us. So I will uh, I'll defer to the submitter on this one. So okay. we're gonna listen to uh, get used to it by Why Bother off of a city of unsolved miseries. <laughs> Get used to it. I'm not gonna get used to it. I'm never 
heard the song get used to it by why bother off of a city of unsolved miseries which you said just came out on feel it right mm-hmm. this this sounds like a feel it release 100 mm-hmm. percent. yeah that rocks man if you believe in the power of the riff uh, i imagine that song compelled you likely in the same way that it compelled me i told nate if i hear that chord progression open a song and especially with like that guitar tone that uh level of of fidelity on the recording mm-hmm. i usually know what i'm getting and i usually can predict pretty accurately yeah, I'm gonna like whatever comes next here. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. There's like, you know, this is like rooted in the very the classic power pop of the cars through a punkier lens. Mm-hmm. There's plenty. This, some of the vocal delivery reminded me of like kind of early psychedelic fur stuff, and also yeah. kind of through the kind of like semi psychedelic lens of like the the lyrical angles on this. They also talk about in the write up how it deals with like some of the lyrics deal with like an actual unsolved mystery disappearance of a particular individual, right. a, a news anchor in the city that, uh, in Mason city, Iowa, where this band is based out of. So it seems like thematically, this is probably fairly interesting too. I liked pretty much everything about this. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. It fucking, it was rock and roll that rocked. Right. Yeah. This was fucking good. Right. Yeah. It's so I looked up Mason city, Iowa and, 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 yeah, I, 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 yeah. Like I said, I really like this when I heard it yesterday. Yeah, um, I didn't want to front load anything with what I thought. Sure, um, but yeah, I dug it. Uh, Mason City, Iowa is like twenty seven thousand people. Okay, in the, you know, in, in in like the fucking middle of cornfields. Apparently, sure. yeah. You know, in some ways, this reminds me of like the fact that this comes out of like you know Mason City, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of like some of the stuff that you know, like Mark Winter's involved with and stuff that comes out of like the sure. area, the northeast Indiana. Yeah, of course, northwest Indiana sure. sort of yeah. scene. You know, yeah, I think that comparison is kind of inevitable when you're making music that is so clearly influenced by the proto punk, the power pop, the early American punk, the British power pop mod stuff. Like when you're making that style of music in 2023 and it's of this quality, mm-hmm. like aesthetically everything i think comparisons to like mark winter projects are just is pretty unavoidable right. at this point because that dude is like the undisputed king of that over the course of the last decade yeah so. and also just kind of like the fact of where it came out of right, sure, right. like this didn't come out of you know st yeah, louis this didn't exactly. come out of a, a, a population epicenter it, it fucking come out of a place like mason city yeah yeah exactly right that yeah. has like less than a tenth the population of Fort Wayne and Fort Wayne is fucking nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This yes, I will say, I think this coming out of the middle of nowhere makes this even more interesting. Yeah, exactly. Because and again, I've talked about it on the show before, but like I think the idea of just like unheralded brilliance is an interesting thing in that I think about how many unreleased demos from like truly great bands or solo recording artists or whatever are just out there to waiting to be discovered Wait, that will yep. never be found. Right. They're just there's a tape degrading somewhere in a basement right. from some dude that recorded every song he ever wrote over the course of 20 years and no one ever fucking heard it. Right. So, whenever I'm exposed to something that comes out of the, a truly a true backwater and it's of this quality, it it ignites the sort of the the spark of curiosity. I'm very curious. I want to know what else is what else this person has been in or right. these folks have been in. Yes. You know? For sure. And, uh, yeah, it makes me very curious. Yeah, agreed. So, yeah, this was really good, man. I loved it. And further heightened by the remoteness of its uh, of its location. 
So let's listen to like, uh, you know, one, one, maybe two more things. And then we just got a couple messages to get to tonight. Okay. Two. All right. Two is fluisterars. I'm sure that's not how that's pronounced. Die Kronieken van het verdwenen Castiel e Harslow. You know what? For a purely just phonetic working my way through it, sight reading, sure. I think I did okay. Okay. All right. Don't take me to task too much on that. Um, so I don't believe that a particular song of these two were, was suggested to us. Well, <laughs> the second one is eight minutes long. The first one is four and a half minutes long, and it's just two tracks. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess let's just listen to the one that they have queued up, which is the first song on here and is like, you know, about half the length of the second one. It's also easier to say. It is, yes. Yeah. So we're going to listen to Droman Van de Zon by uh, Fluisterars off of a record who I already probably got pretty close to the first time and I'm not going to butcher a second time.
right, so we just heard the song Droman Van Die Zon by Fluisterars off of what apparently translates to The Chronicles of Vanished Castle. I also want to note before we talk about the music here, did you see what format? This is going to be a 10-inch. I saw. Look at that. Points in their columns right off the bat. Yeah, I know. I'll just go go out on a limb here and say, I fucking loved this. Yeah, I wasn't really expecting to like this because um, this really, like, it. you know, I looked them up on Metal, and they've been around for a long time, mm-hmm. 2009. Yeah. Um, and so um, with, that, with that knowledge, I figured, okay, these folks know probably what they're getting into and what they're doing. Sure. You know? Yeah. And uh, just everything about this looked to me to be droney, sort of atmospheric, uninteresting black metal that I do not like. Yeah, I kind of wonder if maybe we got a, like a, an outlier track. I don't know, because, because this track was fun. Yeah. And I don't mean that in like, 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 yeah, this was a fun black metal track. Yeah. There was a lot of weird things happening in there. Very weird things. This sounded like it was just one degree too serious to be on Grimestone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not quite hamming it up as much. Yeah, sure. And I don't think that's what they're going for. To, I, I yeah. don't think they're... And, and So that's why I said it's fun. I don't want to make it sound like... Black metal, not fun. You know what right, I mean? Sure, like, sure, sure. But this was an interesting, fun track. Yeah. The vocal delivery was all over the place. Yep. Kept me engaged. Yes. The music itself kept me engaged. And I, I was surprised by that because I was kind of getting ready to fully check out. When I looked him up in Metallum and I was just like... What are they atmospheric? They sing about like nature and stuff. Oh, fuck off. Sure, sure. Right? Yeah. No, but this was this was interesting and fun. Yeah, I thought this was great musically. I thought the sort of like almost like major key tonality of this. It, it felt like to me almost the like it almost felt like the sort of quintessential mysterious guy youth attack hardcore era filtered through like a black metal lens. Yeah. It's like hoax goes black metal. You know what I mean? Like that chord progression and everything felt like hardcore punk. Sure. Very much. Sure. But it was played within the scope of a black metal format. Right. And like the hyper blasting over that chord progression was really interesting. I just thought this was great on every, pretty much every front. It was super interesting. It was really energetic. That main riff was both catchy and hyper left of center. Um, not a lot of pretense. No, not a lot like, of pretense And that's what I was expecting, right? Yeah. Just, just kind of, you know, my own, I guess, uh, <laughs> my own pretense with this shit. Sure, yeah. But there just wasn't... It, it it was pretty fucking like honest about itself. Yes. So what? So my only fear is that this is an outlier, and that the other stuff is not as interesting and does lean more into the atmospheric elements. Because in the tags, it's got ambient, atmospheric black metal, right? Those are the two first tags on right. Bandcamp. And the other, this song is four and a half minutes that I thought was utilized quite well. But the next song on here is pushing up against against eight minutes, right? Right. So. I don't know. I I tend when someone tells you who they are, believe them, right? So right. I tend to think maybe we heard a song that's not very representative of what this band sounds like overall. Mm-hmm. But my interest is peaked enough that I will certainly find out. Sure, right? I I thought that was really fucking cool and not at all what I expected to hear. Right. So on that note, we've already been going over an hour. So let's listen to Are a we couple. Going an hour? It doesn't seem like we're going. 
an hour. Well, you know, how, what, how much? Uh, an hour and 11 minutes. All right. I mean, we can do another, another, Let's one. Do another one. Yeah, sure. I don't, I don't, I don't do mind. We only got a couple. We're having a, a good time. Messages. This this episode is just flying just, by. That's what happens when you, you spend time with, with friends. Yeah, and you came in with a, a good mood. Yeah. We didn't lead with horrible things. That's right. We got around to well, it. Well, we didn't, we didn't <laughs> lead with really depressing yeah, things. Yeah, I was going to say, we led with things that I'm sure many people will characterize as, as horrible. horrible. Right. Yeah. But I feel fine. Well, <laughs> whatever, right? Yeah, it's, how I process the world. Yeah. Yeah. If you ain't laughing, you're crying. Absolutely. All right. My, my mantra. Yeah. So what do we got left? Five? We got uh, four left. Four left. All right. Two. Okay. All right. I'm, okay. I'm okay. interested. All right. Here we All go. Right. So this is the, the Balmora split with Razel got her wings as the sun sets on the longest day under the weight of a blackened sky. Literally sounds like a joke. I mean, it literally sounds like you are making fun of metalcore. Right. Maybe they are. I right. don't know. You know, I know nothing about this. The black, um, the black clouds in the sky were ours to begin with. Yeah. So it looks like this is not. <laughs> it's just word salad right. of, of like. Well, like the red in the sky is ours. The red right? in the sky is the ours. The red in yes. the sky is ours, but it's also not. So this is like not really a, a, a proper release or a proper split. So this is. It looks like this comes. Out, it comes out on a, a label slash fanzine from Connecticut, mm-hmm. Connecticut called Ifura. And it's a selection from Razel Got Her Wings upcoming LP slated for release February 28th. So I'm not sure if that has since come out. And then as well as a selection from Balmora's upcoming EP release TBA. So this is like a digital split, almost like a digital sampler. It's a, sampler. It's a two song sampler. Basically. Yeah, it's, 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 it, this would be a single. Yeah, a single or a, or a flexi. Right. Right. So this is a digital flexi, we'll, we'll think of it as. So we were suggested the Balmora song. So we're going to listen to the Balmora track, Under the Weight of a Blackened Sky.
I feel like I've just been talking to a fucking chatbot about <laughs> climate change for six fucking years. Man, I got so many thoughts about this. Holy cow. I don't. I fucking hated it. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I trust. I didn't like it either, but I got thoughts about it. So we just heard Under the Weight of a Blackened Sky by Balmora off of their upcoming EP, release date TBA. So, yo, okay. This was... If you are a younger listener or you're an older listener who missed this, were, was on to greener pastures when this shit was around, if you wanted to know what a farm town VFW hall sounded mm. like in 2004, 2005, mm. yeah. this is it mm-hmm. to a T. This is the type of music that made me think I didn't like hardcore, in yeah. fact. So <laughs> so I may have talked about this on the show before. I was into punk coming, you know, in middle school and coming into high school. And when I got to high school, I was like a trench coat, plaid pants, punk guy. Mm-hmm. I liked some classic hardcore, but I hadn't framed it as hardcore. Mm-hmm. This is turn of the century. The internet existed, but it wasn't like... You know, it wasn't easy to find shit. So I thought I had heard Minor Threat and stuff, but sure. I just was like, oh, that's a punk band, right? And then I met what at the time were con- called scene kids, right? Mm-hmm. Black swoopy hair, eyeliner, girl pants kids. Yep. And they, some of them befriended me. Right. And they liked what they described as hardcore music. And I said, <laughs> okay, sure, show me some of it. Right. And it sounded like this. And I said, boy. I don't like hardcore music. That shit sucks. Yeah. That shit's fucking bad. Yeah. Right? Little did I know what they meant is they enjoyed second generation Christian metalcore. Right. And I soon realized, wait, this is not hardcore music. It's a lot of stuff I already like. The farts, that's a hardcore band. Right. Minor Threat's a hardcore band. Right. right? I like hardcore music. I don't like whatever this is. But because that was just the scene I had access to, and I really hated the local, like, gutter punk kind of shit. Yeah, that I thought that shit yeah. was awful. I right. will take this any day over that. Yeah. At least the kids here were enthusiastic, young. They seemed to be having a good time. I'd fucking push them both in a lie <laughs> I was at a ton of shows like this. I mean, this was my introduction into sort of, like, DIY music. Right. And I was always just, like, the studs in leather punk kid until I discovered the Harrison house around the age of 16. That was just like, well, I guess this is what I have. You know, I, this guess this is what I have to, to consume because mm. like it is what it is. So I'm intimately familiar with this type of shit, but beyond a few like local demo CDRs that were passed out, like I don't have any connection to this sort of greater scene. Like, like I wasn't listening to as I lay dying or whatever else was going on in mainstream circles of with this type of stuff in the early to mid two thousands. Cause like I fundamentally didn't really like the music. I just liked going to the shows cause it was fun. It was a thing to do when people were having a good time. Social. You could, you it was social and you could stage dive. Right. Whatever. And you could mosh, whatever. Right. So the fact that if these are young people and not people who not, people in my age bracket, not 35-year-olds trying to recreate the heyday sure, of their sure. Christian metalcore sure. halcyon days, right? Get a, get it, do your thing. B, you have perfectly recreated this in a way that feels like it was done by like a metalcore algorithm. Right. It's insane. Right. Like every single element was here. You, I literally... You, you, you perfectly recreated the heavy metal that your youth pastor your former youth pastor dad 
I, I was predicting what was going to happen in real time when it was doing the I know. thing. And it, it, when it was doing like the fast at the gates light yeah. part, I was like, dude, I can't wait till they get to. Sure enough. And then a minute 30 in minute 30 in. And then they, they hung with that for a long time. They did. The parts were over long, which again, perfectly, perfectly captures what was going on with this music at the time. And they even did the, like I'm speaking over the epic riff that's building to another breakdown. Here I go. Right. And even the fucking shitty, like, post at the gates, right. like, yeah, 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 vocals are in this. Crazy. And, and what I thought was something that was truly lost to the sands of time, to the, to the forgotten cobweb-filled church basements of 2004, the little fucking tappy, like... Showing off, showing off the chops. It's not to me. The, what's crazy about this is that this doesn't even really capture sort of what was going on in kind of like mainstream mall metalcore shit of this era. This captures the local band CDR version of that. Mm -hmm. This captures the the still underground, despite its gayness, version of. Christ-centered metalcore of this era. Is like, this, this Christ-centered? Yeah, I don't think it is, but like largely the bands doing this at that time were very, oftentimes very Christian, yeah. or at least Christian adjacent. Right. They were, you were probably at, playing at with Christian in, at bands. At least in this neck of the woods. At least in this neck of the woods, for sure. Just as a, as a case study in like micro-genre recreation, even though I don't like this music, this is unbelievably impressive if you weren't there for it if you're just recreating the shit that you did when you were when you were a kid and you're 35 i don't give a fuck right you were there for it you did it once you're just you're living you're living you know you're mm -hmm. you're looking at the past with rose colored glasses but if these kids are 20 and they did this yo tip of the fucking hat to you because you got it so right that it's unfathomable to me yeah so there you go this shit, so all of everything that you just talked about, yeah, completely fucking missed me. Yes, yeah, and yeah. Because why wouldn't? You? Right, exactly. You you would you would have to be either a youth pastor or like a fourteen year old to get right. in at the ground floor of this. Stuff. Yeah, because if you were coming off of like cool nineties metalcore and and it was transitioning into this, right. you're like, oh, oops, see, I'm getting off the train at this. Stop, right, exactly, right? exactly. No, I was this this came. This shit like this, the closest thing that I can link this to, because we joked about it, was like, obviously, you know, like, um, um, f f uh, I wasn't going to say in flames, but like, um, um, what was it? Like darkest Hour? Not Darkest Hour. The, the other one. The Red in the Sky is ours. Oh, at the gates? At the gates. Well, this is like post-Zayo core, too. Right, you know? right. And so, like, but that's the closest thing I can think of. Well, we talked about this. We talked about exactly the, the early sort of, like, small room VFW hall version of this because we recently got a question about Tribunal Records. Oh, yeah, And yeah, it's yeah. like, and yo, I, is that worth checking out? And I and was I, like... I've never heard any of those bands, and I said, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, sure. I know, no. But this is Tribunal Records metalcore 100 percent. Okay. yeah yeah no it's not worth fucking listening to yeah and um whatever this totally fucking missed me this was something that came after i already knew i didn't like it like yeah this. exactly it's, you yes, know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. um and it was just uh fuck this fuck this man sure fuck yeah. it yeah i you don't know? again this is like 
it unlocks such a specific memory for me that I, I can't really feel any ill will towards it just because like, holy shit, why would anyone ever recreate this and how did they do such a good job? It's a shitty, shitty, shitty iteration of metal metalcore. Again, something that literally made me think I didn't like hardcore music. <laughs> That's yeah. how much I didn't like it. And the, and the kids who consumed this stuff, holy shit, the worst, yeah. the worst kids. Um, but yo, you fucking nailed a thing that I didn't think anyone would ever try to nail. So well, for that alone, you deserve your deserve your props. Now stop. Yes, now stop. <laughs> now use your clear musical ability to do something cooler. Right. Just start a real death metal band. Right. You could you could probably play it. Right. Just do that. Right. All right. Let's uh, let's listen to let's listen to our messages. Okay. Um, I think you both can relate to feeling like something bothers you way more than it should. Uh, a little thing. I've been thinking a lot recently about uh, silent protagonists, and usually this conversation is around video games, but uh, really in all media. It feels low IQ for people not to like it. I guess it's a big deal if people don't like it. They don't like silent protagonists in their media. Um, I don't... I guess my question really is, uh, am I the low IQ one for thinking that it's fine and there's nothing wrong with silent protagonists or are the people who don't like them the low IQ ones? Um, yeah, I don't know. This is, I'm a little rambling now, so thanks and uh, kindly fuck off. Okay, so before we address this, there's also just a quick follow-up text from this individual that says, something I wanted to add to my silent protagonist question, do you really need the person you're following in a story to say the thing you think they should? If you're following the hero, do you really need them to say, I'm the hero, I fight bad guys? Right, so yes, this is like a very strange debate around mostly video games. The silent protagonist is a, is a classic thing, probably arose initially just out of necessity and also the fact that games were like only nominally storytelling devices at first, right? Like they were, they started as kind of time wasters and then you moved into sort of the text-based adventure well, and then, yeah, right. But they were all silent early on. Exactly. Metroid. Right. Yes, right? sure. Fate of Icarus. Right. All those old storytelling games. The Zelda games. Not not Fate of Icarus. Is it Fate of Icarus? Uh, Facts and do. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Am I saying a band name or is video game Fate of Icarus? I think it's, that's a band name. Yeah. There is a, there is an There's old, Kid Icarus. There's Kid Icarus. There's Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus. Yes. That's like a storytelling sort of game. Sure, yeah. Castlevania, sort of. Sort of. But like, it, I mean, I think that you don't get, I don't think you get like sort of explicit character-driven storytelling in mainstream video gaming until JRPGs cross over the pond and kind of normalize that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's very low IQ to not feel compelled by a story with a silent protagonist. I don't need that in any way at all. There are comic books that have done it. There are plenty of films. There are samurai, classic samurai films that have done it. Um, I think the idea of being able to glean character motivation without it having to be stated explicitly and simply inferred through what is happening around the character on screen or in the video game or in whatever your chosen form of media is, is like a time-honored tradition. Um, I think the debate around it is deeply stupid, and when people are bothered by it, I, it totally confounds me. And yes, both of us can relate to being unduly bothered by a small thing. Well, I, I am irritated by small things yeah but i would say i'm unduly bothered by big things that's yeah yeah that's that's probably true that's right. a good way to frame that 
right? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't realize this was a conversation because I don't talk to people. Well, I also I will say your first problem here, my man, is that you are consuming anything centered around like video game media. Yeah. I do not consume video. Dude, no. the video game media space is one of the, it is just a, Seems collect, terrible. It's a collection of just derelicts and tryhards and bottom feeders and fucking freaks of the worst order. Yeah. It's not a good it place, really, It really just seems, it really seems to collect a lot of, just from my observations, mm-hmm. as little as I participate with anybody yeah. online about anything, mm-hmm. um, but just totally external view yeah it really looks like a miserable place full of miserable fucking people yeah dude at the end of the day it's a fucking video game yeah it don't fucking matter yeah games journalism is a fucking miserable space dude right you know i so (laughs) like it's a video game it don't fucking matter that can be said about most anything sure yeah like the other day i was we were out getting something to eat the other day and um, well before you and i met up for pinball yeah and they had like basketball finals or some shit like college basketball like what could be less consequential or interesting than college Sports, sure. High school sports, I suppose. Yeah, high school. Unless sports. you're actually participating, right? But you know, like every commercial shows, or any time they like do a little like, you know, like station break piece about like this athlete or that athlete, they're like posing and flexing and showing off. Like I don't give a shit. Do you yeah. understand how little this fucking matters? Sure. And how fucking teeny eeny like little your fucking brain is if you give a shit. Yeah. How fuck that that now that fucking irritates me. <laughs> yes, yeah. The fact that millions of dollars gets put into this shit. Yeah. Right? Sure. Just so fucking idiots can play sports. Hey, I like a hockey game too. I like a football game too. They're not fucking heroes. They're fucking morons. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, They're fucking sure. trained, fucking talented monkeys that are good at doing one thing. Fuck off. Yeah. Right? You got you do fucking nothing. You're a drain. <laughs> You're a fucking drain. <laughs> And then you want to walk around like you're a badass because you can put a fucking basketball in a fucking net. Who gives a shit? It's an utterly worthless fucking skill in any scenario other than the one where people are willing to fucking pay you millions of dollars for some fucking reason to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's all fundamentally true. I mean, it's it's like literally the stupidest thing to actually give a shit about. Yeah, sure. If you, Yes, yo. If you have... Any real-world emotions, like the type of emotions that are going to affect the quality of your day right. or, the, or the quality of the day of your loved ones, right. dependent upon a sports game, a sporting outcome, right. go to therapy, dude. Right. Go you, talk to a chatbot. You're sick. Yeah, yeah. go, to, go talk Just to go a chatbot for six weeks. Chatbot. That'll solve everybody's no, fucking problem. No fucking doubt. Like, yo, I too, I enjoy a sports game 100%. But full stop, if you have real, measurable, with real-world consequences level, emotional investment in right. the outcome of a sporting event, you're sick in your fucking head, right. dude. And if you play sports, yeah. you ain't a bad, it ain't fucking badass. That's cool, man. Stop fronting. It's stop a, walking yeah. around like if anyone gives a shit what school you fucking play for, what team you fucking play for, or even what sport you fucking play. Sure. You're a replaceable face. Nobody will remember you when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> so now I don't know if I go quite that far. But Michael but Jordan, who gives a fuck? Wow, look at that guy. He's really good at putting a fucking ball in a fucking basket. Let's give him a bunch of money, and then he fucks off, and no one ever hears about him again. Let's make a bunch of fucking movies about this dude that was good at doing this one worthless fucking thing. <laughs> you know, I think I think being 
outstanding at like a highly specialized skill is interesting uh, to a point. It's, it's it's as interesting as if somebody was really fucking good at driving nails with a hammer. <laughs> right? Yeah. At least, but at least they're building things that we can use. Well, hey, there's songs about John Henry. Oh, yeah. There lies a steel driving man. Yeah. And he's fucking dead. <laughs> but he was killed by, beaten by a machine dead. Just like AI is going to kill us all. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The John Henry Beaten Parable. fucking machine, right? The John Henry Parable but is like, particularly yo, salient. There's, there's loads of people out there that are really good at, like, driving fucking nails and yeah. cutting fucking dry, uh, drywall and shit, uh-huh. right? Yeah, and yeah, at the end electricians. Of the day, and at the end of the day, yeah. hey, man, fucking sick. Now I got, like, shelter, right? Oh, wow, look at this fucking guy. He can run fucking fast and get into the fucking end zone. Yeah. Right. Wow. Look at all the material fucking good that's doing for everybody. It, it, so, so your your rant on this like does loop back into a thing I was going to bring up, and I'll be kind of nonspecific about it because I may or may not want to address it in a future episode. But a thing that I was initially going to bring up at the top of the episode, and it did pertain to, <laughs> we'll say, a particular career and a type of person within that career. That has recently, I want to say, like the last 10 years specifically been like, we're heroes. And and even though like demonstrably, if their job ceased to exist, it would have a much less measurable effect on the world than if like electricians cease to exist. And I think sports, I think, I think that athletes fall in that category. And I think the deification of athletes is a very, very strange thing. And literally the cable guy is of more utility to me than Michael Jordan. And like the fucker that makes me burgers at Wendy's. Yes. Is of more utility utility to me. And even beyond the level of utility and talking about like skill specialization, what you were just pointing out is like, there is a level of skill specialization in welding that probably equals or surpasses that of many sports, like sports skills. Yeah. And those people build the world and yet are shat upon and forgotten about. Right. So yes, in terms of the chasm between the social perception of like star athletes and like Greg, the plumber, right. It's, it is psychotic. And also when you think about it for more than 30 seconds, should make you at least marginally sick to your stomach. Yes, and you know what sure. would be funnier and more interesting? Yeah. Every every fucking year, right? Yeah. Every year. Pick a fucking football. Sure. Pick a sport. Yeah. American football. Yeah. Right? People are randomly selected to be on the team. Now there now we're talking, dude. Right? Yes. Now, oh, now that would be beautiful. Right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, we don't have specialists. No. We don't have people that know no, what they're no, no, fucking no. doing. We just we throw them all together we throw in a them room all together. It's, it's and see it's, what they can do. It's seventeen weeks of fucking misery for these people. Yes, they come out. They come out pretty good at the yeah, end. I'm not right, saying. Sure. I'm not saying you're coming out like with fuck you money. Right. Yeah. 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 But like, hey, I mean, it's gonna suck, guys. Sure. But I'm gonna make it worth your while. Also, you know that that's a real testament to sort of like human cooperation yes the 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 triumph of the human right. spirit right you know nobody I mean? knows nobody's like, per- there might be a couple people that sure. are that are that are like you know Hobbyists. dark horses sure yeah right. or people who play sports as a hobby right 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 but, but, by, but man it's just like fucking regular ass people that's an idea beating the shit out a of a lottery each other. a random lottery right 
the Ravens this year consist of Rick Jones, right, and, right. and Bobby, Bobby, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Right, my fucking neighbor. Right, yeah, 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 for sure. Right, <laughs> yeah, Phil, right. Phil down the street right. is playing for the Jets this year. That's right. I let's see how he does. That's right. He's the punter. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good idea. Right, and then what do we do with all the people that are actually fucking hyper specialized and good at it? Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck them. You're out of a job just like everybody else. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Right? You know what? I'm on board. Fuck them. I'm with it now. So it's the same thing with video games. Fuck you. Who yeah. gives a shit? Okay. <laughs> it's it's purely meant to entertain. Sure. It is something that could not, it, it like, it's it could just not exist. It could. Yeah, sure. Right? I like video games a lot. I like them, but who gives a fuck? And if you're crying about them. Yeah. Blow your fucking brains out. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're If you don't like it, you don't like it. But the people that act like it's fucking important one yeah, way or another. Sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah, 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 yeah. oh this fucking There's not enough representation. Well, yeah, or or like or, or, or like, what are you talking about? My female protagonist isn't sexy hot and fuck she's fucking ugly. Fuck sure. This. On both ends of that. Eat yeah. a fucking bullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Eat both, a fucking bullet. On both sides of that for sure. Right? Yeah. Fuck off. Just have fun playing your stupid fucking game. Or don't. And Fuck off. Yeah, if I don't like a game, I just don't play it, and then I right. never think about it again. I Yeah, man. I never think about it right. again. I go, oh, I don't really, I don't really like this. Oh, I I'll play home, a different game. When I was home, a buddy of mine kept like bringing up, like, he's going to start streaming. And I'm like, who gives a shit? Yeah. And like, got, got a little irritated with me that I didn't care that they were going to start streaming on Twitch. And why like, would who, you care? Who gives a f why would I care? Yeah, who cares? Who fucking cares, man? It's shocking that people care about this show. Right. Imagine if we were just playing. Like I'm not, I'm not out there fucking. Yo, check out. Yo, I think I'm. I'm thinking I'm start a podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, we just did it one day. We just did it for a fucking lark one day. Yeah, right. No sure. one gives a shit. Right. Right. Yeah. It's a fucking video game. No one fucking cares. Yeah. True. Right. True. Okay, let's listen to our next message. That we ended up really getting off on one there that I didn't expect. Well, us to. something bothers me in a way that it shouldn't. Yeah. That's true. Really cut to the quick of that. I just sat there watching all these fucking idiots playing college basketball and then like fronting and boasting and like looking like idiots. Yeah. It's like, God, what the fuck? How broken is their fucking brains that we think this matters at all? Sure. Right? Yeah. You're not wrong. I'm telling you what, man. If I was in charge, <laughs> yeah. It'd be a lot different. <laughs> I bet it would. <laughs> That'd be a hellish misery. It would not. We get our, we we'd come to our fucking senses. <laughs> that's what they all say. We come to our fucking senses. That's what they all say right? before the trains right? started running. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, there ain't no trains. Oh uh, yeah. That's how it always starts no, out. There's no, no see, trains. If 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 you see the thing is in order to me to reach that position uh -huh. would require some level of like uh, un, some some sort of unknown force or divine. That's true. We'll call it magic because you wouldn't aspire to that, right? Yeah, and then naturally. I would use that magic, right, to make it painless. Well, that's what everyone thinks. Oh, it would be painless. <laughs> okay, yeah, painless in the way that a nuclear bomb is painless to those you near the never, epicenter. You never feel it. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> as way as goes, any a nuclear bomb at a Morbid Angel concert. Now we're talking. Now we're fucking talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're fucking talking, right? I hope when Trey I'm Zag thoughts, instead of like apologizing because like, mm, they delayed like another sure. show, mm, the next show he's like, fuck you. And he like rolls out a, like a fucking tactical new. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I think, I think. We're taking your old fucking city with us to a Morbid Angel. 
<laughs> yeah, when I'm seeing suffocation tomorrow, I yeah. hope they open fire on us yeah. with a 50 cal. It's like, fuck you, Fort Wayne. We just brought a dirty bomb into your fucking city. It's somewhere here. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. And then they play. <laughs> you have 30 minutes to find it. Right. Oh. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> For sure. Hey, boys. It's your old pal Ben here. I just wanted to let you know that the next time you get accosted by gas station TV, all you have to do is hit the attendant help button, and then the attendant will look out the window, see that you really don't need help, but that will mute the audio coming out of the gas pump. So this is just a PSA for all the listeners who also hate talking gas pumps. All right, check you later. Bye. Wow. Wow. This is one of the best life tips I've yeah. gotten in a while. I'm going <laughs> to yes. try this tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I, I might try it tonight because I, I, I will have to get gas either on the way home or when I leave the house tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to put this in action. Ben Ben actually mentioned this to me the last time I saw him, and I totally forgot about it. So thank you for calling in and reminding us. lately i just been sitting in my car. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just letting it run and just sit in the car. Sitting yeah, in absolutely. The car, right. But I can still hear it's Cheddar News. Here's what's going on today. Here's Maria Menounos with tips on how to use turmeric to make your period flow easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna try this life hack. Yeah, Ben is a and real. Here's one, the dude. thing too. Like the attendant, it, it gets on the attendant's nerves. Mm-hmm. So if the if it comes back on, yeah. hit the attendant button again. Yeah, true, true. Right, hey, we're gonna play this. Fu- we're detente. We're gonna play this fucking game. Right, and I'm gonna punish you. And I know it's not your fault that this is here, but fuck you. You are the you you are the face of this business. Right. Yeah. So fuck you. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> for sure. I don't want to listen to this shit. Thank you, Ben, for that genuinely valuable piece of life advice. We don't get that frequently on this show. Um, so I got one here that says, God damn, dude, since March 6th, I can't even fuck my girlfriend without hearing <laughs> it's Jesus Saurus Rex. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that, buddy. It pops into my head at like 3 a.m. I'll just be la- laying there on here. It's Jesus Saurus Rex in my head. So yeah. I, you know, it's, I feel your pain, brother. It is what it is. Um, here we got one. Okay. This is on, this is okay. Alcohol is poison. I hate stoners as much as the next straight edge kid, but you're better off smoking weed than drinking. Now meth is superior to both of them, but few have the sheer will to harness its power without it destroying them. When I put that pipe to my lips, I ride to battle. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, This went a different direction than I thought it would go. I, I opened with alcohol is poison. Right. And then they said, you know, I hate stoners, but much better to do that, which we kind of addressed mm-hmm. on the last couple episodes mm-hmm. of the show. Certainly psychotic that alcohol is normalized and weed is demonized. Very strange. Um, I didn't expect the meth turn at the end. See, I like, I don't, I, I don't know. He says as much as the next straight edge kid. Yeah. Here's what I think. Uh-huh. Straight edge. Yeah. Escalate. Encourage. Yeah, of course. Encourage the use of these substances. Don't oh, encourage sure. the avoidance. Encourage the encourage use. the use. Like, yo, hey, man, if you're thinking about it, do it. Go ahead. It's fucking great. Do it. It's fucking great. Let's see what happens. Plenty of good art Try and good out. stories comes out of heroin abuse. Try it. Try it out. <laughs> all your all your favorite artists and musicians were heroin addicts. Put that spike do in you your want, Do you want to be remembered forever? <laughs> Try it. <laughs> Yeah, you want to be just like your hero, William S. Burroughs? Yeah. Try it out. Man. Try it out. Yeah. Go for it. That's a way. That's that's right. an angle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we, maybe we could do that. Right. Are you and the old lady having a hard time? Try meth. Yeah. Get it. Just try something new. <laughs> try something to spice it up. <laughs> right? Yeah. Enabler. <laughs> Enabler straight edge in just order get, to just thin the herd. Yeah. And also escalate until it becomes like, 
Because oh, it's pretty bad right now, right? Yeah, sure. And it's like, wow, well, what can you do? Well, you mean the like the drug epidemic? Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's very bad. Just make it untenably bad. Yeah. Until the powers that be are like, yo, yeah. we literally don't have wage slaves anymore to hold up the system. Right, yeah. <laughs> we have to do something about this right. because they are all dying of addiction. Mm, that's a, that's a method. Accelerate. <laughs> they have drugs. They have no money to purchase any yeah. of the shit that we make, uh-huh. and we cannot get any of them to work because they are all horribly addicted and dying. I think, and that- their children are being born addicted to drugs and with tremendous, tremendous disability. How how can they contribute? As they get older. Yeah, I think this is probably the first, at least, I'm sure not the first spoken aloud, but I would wager the first recorded instance of someone advocating for drug epidemic accelerationism <laughs> for the sake of reaching a an unsustainable apex that will fundamentally cause systematic change. Right, right. That's an angle. Listen... As the, as the internet communists are want to say, true communism has never been seen. It's That's never right. been tried. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Drug epidemic accelerationism, we haven't tried it. Right. On paper, you make some points. Right. If you simply accelerate the current situation to the point where the mechanisms of capital can no longer... Can no longer... The gears can no they longer can turn. They can no longer turn. Because the, 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 the fuel... That burns in the fire, right? Just isn't there anymore. Exactly, right? That's an idea, right? Let's try it out. The cannons can no longer fire because the fodder is right, no longer there. The fodder is nodding in the alley, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, right, yeah, for sure. This is an idea. I think we'll stick a pin in this, right? You know, we'll come back around to this um, at some point. Any 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 thinkers out there in our listenership? Does write, it, write us, call in, let us know what, what you what think are the about flaws this. With this. Does it work? <laughs> what are the flaws in this theory. Is it the is it the untold human suffering that would ensue? Many acknowledge. Many revolutionary thinkers acknowledge that human suffering is a necessary component of revolution. It's just how it is. Right. This is revolution by new means, right. previously unthought of right. means. The means of narcotics. Right. Think we're on to something here, right? And if you push hard enough, yeah, right, uh-huh. then, then real effort will be made by those calling the shots, yeah, to change and ameliorate the situation, mm-hmm. right? I everybody that was addicted, yeah, suddenly cured, yes, right, yeah. I know you just now presented it, but as far as I can see, there's no detectable flaws in this plan, and you know. Just because you got a lot of money doesn't mean you're strong-willed or even smart. Absolutely not. Maybe take a few of those fuckers along with us. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so, right? man. Yeah. For right sure. then, you know, they'll, they'll be looking down from their lofty perch. Uh-huh. Uh, must be something to this. Uh-huh. Seems to be the hot new thing. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah, maybe I'll get addicted, addicted to oxys. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I, I can't tell you how much I would love to see, like, Warren Buffett. Uh-huh. Just hopelessly addicted to hard drugs. Strung out, suck a dick in the street. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Like hopeless. I wouldn't feel bad at all. I wouldn't feel bad at all if Elon Musk had developed like necrosis from using crocodile. Yo, for an episode that started out with me expressing my deep gratitude, I think this is one of the darkest episodes in a long time. 
I don't know, man. This is, I mean, I this say, is right where I like to roll around. Oh, I agree. I'm just saying between between drug addiction, accelerationism. Imagine, and, imagine, imagine seeing Elon Musk so fucking out of it, and he's got, you can see his bones <laughs> because his skin is eroded yeah. around the injection points. Yeah. It's not poor fucking saps right. over in fucking Russia that have things so fucking bad that they literally, it's just a stupid fucking over, a bloated overinflated ego right right yeah that thought he was immortal yeah that learned real fucking quick uh-huh he ain't this is a real greatest hits of uh of psychotic positions i think i did holocaust denial in morrissey's voice you've done advocating for mass it's drug satire. addiction it's sad we both said hey not so bad that that roof collapsed it's satire <laughs> yes all of this hey we'll throw at the end of this the obligatory Get addicted to drugs in Minecraft. Mm, in <laughs> Minecraft. In Minecraft. Don't, don't you get addicted to drugs, just everyone else. Right. In Minecraft. Right. <laughs> okay. So, on that note, I don't see where we could possibly go from here, but I think further into the depths. I think it just gets I, I was going to say, I think we'd go further into the darkness from here. I do want to see that fucker go, though. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Right. <laughs> so, uh, thank you to everybody who listens. Again, at the top of the episode, I expressed my gratitude. I'm going to double down on that now because if you made it through, you're a fucking real one. This is one of those, you know what, In the th keeping in the theme of the episode, this is one of those separating the wheat from the chaff, right? We're weeding out the week with this mm. one. If you got a little too comfortable, you thought, these guys have been pretty nice lately. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll re-enter the fold. Wow, it seems like these guys have turned over a new leaf. Well, guess what? The Germans couldn't have done the Holocaust. <laughs> Just look at the numbers. They don't add up. Yeah. See ya. Right. <laughs>